yesterday yeah yesterday kind of took most of my time working on broke ass i want to make sure i get that out there i mean if it's gonna be a weekly show it better be every fucking week i can't really miss can i Unfortunately enough, Kiki wasn't able to make it to yesterday's broadcast, but, you know, as they say, the show must go on. Kiki will be coming back. She is my partner, so don't worry about that. If you're a fan of the broke ass, you're still going to have Kiki. You don't have to deal with my ugly ass solo. Don't worry. I won't put you through that kind of torture. And if I do, then I'll do it like I did yesterday, and I'll minimize me. So that way, you only have to look at a little bit of me, not a whole lot, you know. Have you been to the website recently? Well, it ain't changed much in the past couple of days, that's for sure. But I'm going to be switching some things up here soon. I'm going to be uh, adding something to the pages. See, I added something to Scooby's page. Well, I got to change up Scooby's page. Like I said, it's going to be a... We're going to have to change Scooby to Scoobs because, you know, copyright and all. Don't want to piss off the Hanna-Barbera. They got a little bit more money than the broke ass does. You know what I'm saying? That being said, other than the minor tweaks here and there, there's going to be some pretty decent little changes onto the page. See, Scoob's already got a page to where I'm going to be putting references up there for everybody to look at and verify all the shit that he's talking about whenever he gives you anything fucking real. Yeah, Scooby's a parody show, but it's going to be using real information and real video and real fucking subjects. So that way you can read through the comedy and check out what you want. Then we're going to be adding something to the raw page. I'm going to let you take a deeper look inside a little piece of me. I mean, mind you, this is only for those of you that are interested, but, you know, happen to come across some old writings of mine, some things that are deep, that are personal, that are very me. So, uh, yeah, gonna be putting some of my writing up there. Now, if you have anything that's very you that you want to share up on the page, you're more than welcome to email this to me and I'll gladly share it. Not really 100% sure what I'm going to call the page yet. I mean, it's kind of a work in progress. This thing just kind of came around in the past couple of days. So, you know, everything's really moving pretty quick with everything. I mean, the podcast and the website and everything. I mean, shit, man, I've only been doing this shit for a month and it's already starting to get fucking crazy. 
never thought a jackass like myself would have regular listeners. Speaking of regular listeners, there was a listener that downloaded one of my shows over in Sydney, Australia. And I tell you what, I hope this person becomes a regular listener because I hope this person is a little bit too much sugar on her cereal because she absolutely cracks me up. She is one of my favorite TikTokers. Love her. Any woman that stands for freedom and uses the word fuck in a sexy way like that on a regular fucking basis, I absolutely fucking love this woman. She can always add too much sugar in my cereal and I will never turn her down. So as I was saying on the website, I'm adding a few things. And for those of you that may be new listeners and aren't really familiar with what happens on here, my name is Shane. This is Raw Background Noise, and my website is LowDownDirtyShane.com. This is the program to where I give you a little bit of me. This is raw. This is all me. 90% of it is truth. 10% of it is fake. I'll let you figure out which part is which, but every piece of it is 100% raw me. And it's called background noise because you don't even have to pay attention to the damn thing. You don't even have to listen to what I'm saying because I'm just a fucking ignorant bystander smo sitting here in a fucking t-shirt just jabbering my fucking jaws about my opinions about little things on life and spilling my philosophies. Doesn't really matter. You can just turn it on for background noise. Maybe it's something you can go to sleep to. I tend to bore enough people. I've put enough children to sleep. That's for sure. All that being said, now let's get on with the show. You ever have one of them fucking days? I had one of those days today. You know, the day whenever nothing ever really fucking goes right, everything wrong goes every which fucking way possible. Like whenever you're needed, you're not needed by one person, you're needed by seven and all of them are fucking now. Drives you completely fucking insane. And the thing is, they call it Murphy's Law, right? Everything that can go wrong will go wrong at the worst possible fucking time. It's not a fucking law in my life. It's a fucking lifestyle. It's the fucking monkey on my back. It follows me like the fucking habits that I have. Something that I can never fucking escape. I have these days quite often, more often than I would like to, probably because I place myself in the stressful situations that I'm in. I haven't really worked to benefit myself and get myself to where I need to be, but you know what? First things fucking first, I'm taking my step. Now you're on the journey with me. Hopefully you'll be there with me at the end. Let's see if we can make it. But I had that day to day. And, and the funny thing is, there's two words that are usually given to you as an insult, but are highly fucking underappreciated. Get lost. 
well, you know what? Fuck you very much. I think I will get lost because that's absolutely what the fuck I want to do. And that's what I do. Doesn't matter what I get lost in, whether it's going to be getting lost in my artwork, getting lost in a fucking song, getting lost in the fucking webpage now, getting lost in the podcast, or even writing the script for Scoobs. I mean, fuck, man, I had all kinds of fun writing the fucking script. If I'm laughing and chuckling whenever I'm writing this son of a bitch, I'm pretty damn sure it's funny. And if you don't think it's funny, sorry about your bad luck. Pass it on to your girlfriend. She might like it. The thing is, and kind of the point I'm trying to get at with this whole situation is the fact that whenever we get upset, whenever we get angry, whenever we get to that point to where we're ready to break, we don't know how to get lost. We don't know how to focus on anything else but that anger. And and don't get me wrong, man. I understand the fucktard probably deserves the conversation that you're about to have with him just so you can break him down to half of the size of what he fucking thought he was. And I'm sure he's probably a fucking idiot. I mean, he, he draws with fucking mac and cheese flavored fucking crayons, okay? And I, I get it. But at the same time, after that makes you feel better, how much did it improve your life? Biting your tongue sucks, man. But when you're in the working world, you have no choice in the matter. You have to bite your fucking tongue. You have to follow orders. You have to say the yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. I, I, sir, we'll get her done. I live to serve. Righty-roo. That being said, you can find your escape. You can get lost. But when you get lost, don't lose yourself. These are the moments where you find yourself. These are the moments when you find who you truly are. Because this is when you're passionate. This is when you're really feeling everything. When you're singing that song in the fucking car and you've got that tear streaming down your fucking eye and you're screaming and belting it out of the top of your fucking lungs. That's raw fucking emotion. You're in that moment. You're in that feeling and you need to hold on to that because that is part of fucking you. Don't let them fucking tear you down. Whenever you sit there working on your fucking sketch and you're getting all into it, doesn't matter whether you're good at it or not, as long as you fucking enjoy it. You know what? The only mistakes you shouldn't make is the one that you continue to make. So find your fucking mistakes, make your fucking improvements, and don't be afraid of the critiques because that's the only way you're going to fucking grow. But then you get lost in it. I remember I used to... um. I was working on my Angelina, I mean, Angelina, uh, fucking um, Emma Watson sketch. And, uh, and if y'all like me to put any of my artwork up there on the website, I'd be glad to do so as well, too. I'll even put my shit artwork up there. I give a fuck. But I was working on the sketch, man, and I would just 
I almost forgot I had fucking people around me. I would put my earbuds in, tuck the wires underneath my shirt so they didn't dangle and get in the way of my fucking work. And I'd turn on fucking kitty and just start with brackish and crank the volume to fucking 11, right? Next thing you know, I'm looking like that crazy fucking weirded out fucking schizoid artist that everybody sees on the 1980s fucking rom-com fucking shows where he just gets up close and he scribbles real quick and then he jumps back and then he gets up close and he scribbles real quick and he jumps back and just looks at it, you know. Shit, man, I did everything but hold up the goddamn thumb seeing where everything was at as far as my proportions were going. And I was using anything and everything that I could as a fucking tool. Dude, I took fucking paper towels and used it to blend and I was just getting all into that shit, man. I was like reincarnation of Andy Warhol, just mm. <clears throat> And my instructor comes around and says, your eye is too low. Are you fucking serious? He's like, yeah, look at it, man. See, check it out. Come back here and look at this. See this? See, when you look at it, I'm like, holy fuck, dude. He's like, yeah, it's all right. One more time. Needless to say, third time's a fucking charm, and I finally got it. I don't even want to talk about the rest of the shit. Two and a half fucking weeks later, I have a 40-inch by 28-inch sketch of Emma fucking Watson hanging on my goddamn wall. I mean, she turned out nice. She turned out pretty. Don't get me wrong. And most people really enjoy her. But at the same time, there's people that can do better. But you know what? I was in that moment. And up there, that's not just Emma. It's me. Those two and a half fucking weeks that I worked on Emma not only brought out the raw parts of me, but it showed me the capabilities of what I was really able to do. I didn't know I could fucking do that. And see, because I had the fucking proper teaching, the proper critiques, and the proper encouragement, I was able to do that. And because I was able to do that, I had other people coming to me during that class. Hey, man, can you look at mine? Can you look at mine? And you know what? Every single one of them motherfuckers, I told them, I said, don't ever look at yours and then look at mine. You always just look at yours, right? Because yours is never wrong because yours is you. Look at the things you can improve. See how you want to focus and find ways to do this. I can show you tricks on how to find your levels and your measurements. But don't ever look at yours and think it's not as good as mine because yours is you. I mean, everybody's got their own opinions when it comes to art, right? Because that Santa Claus that your fucking toddler drew, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to hit the mic. That Santa Claus your toddler fucking drew for you sits on that fucking fridge like a masterpiece until it becomes the fucking 13th one in three days. I mean, like comedy, all art is subjective, right? 
I mean, people even think Hunter Biden's paintings are worth $500,000. So, you know, it's fucking possible. That being said, we need to learn how to get lost again. Stop fucking taking everything to heart. I had my bad day. I had my bad news. And it pissed me off. And you know what? I acted like a fucking child. And I ran around and I ran it and cussed and bitched and yelled and pissed and moaned. And you know what it did? Not a goddamn thing for me. So what did I do? I drove home. I got lost in some music. I got lost in my writing. I got lost in my own work of my passion. Now I'm getting lost in this solo conversation. These things, these are the times when you open These are the times when you find the real self. It's fucking crazy, man. Sometimes it's a fucking moment. Sometimes it's a fucking lifetime. Man, I've known people that uh, they, I I don't even think they even know themselves. I have a family member. Pathological liar, I swear. Now, I don't know for sure if this person is a pathological liar, but it's like they feel like their life is so dull, so interesting, that everything that they speak has to be fabricated. And that saddens me. Because I love this person. But because of the way this person lives and the way that this person speaks, I can't have them in my life. It's another problem we tend to have from time to time. We don't know how to cut off the fucking fat. Shit, man, my ex-wife would sit there and she'd tell me all kinds of shit and she'd cuss about this person or that. And I'm like, well, fucking cut them off. I can't. It's family. The fuck you can't. I get it. It's family. It's blood. Tight. Bonds. Blah, blah, blah. La familia. All that shit. Blood in, blood out. Whatever. I get it. But fuck, dude. If it's a hindrance to your fucking progression in your life, cut them fucking off, man. Doesn't matter if it's a parent, if it's a fucking sibling, or it's a cousin, or whatever. If they are fucking poisoned, you've got to fucking get rid of it. 
We've forgotten how to properly fucking take care of ourselves. We're too worried about what everybody else is doing, what everybody else is thinking, right? Even whenever we're fucking online and we're swiping on the goddamn TikTok up and down, man, we're going back left and right. How many views am I getting? How many likes am I getting? Did I shake my butt enough? Would it jiggle? What the fuck, man? I mean, I'll get lost in fucking TikTok. I ain't gonna lie, man. And I love the goofy shit, man. Like I said, you know, a little too much sugar in the cereal, official taco, you know, fucking, uh, you know, the good friends club. You know, you gotta love these fucking things, man. I, I, I enjoy these things. They're funny to me, right? I do this for entertainment. I also use TikTok for a little bit of a fucking uh, information strangely enough the fucking Chinese spying app is about the only god damn fucking I'm hitting the microphone again <sighs> you know it's one of these days I'll have a fucking studio then I'll rant to nothing to a nicer fucking area <clears throat> maybe a better microphone I don't know, man. All these fucking TikTokers, man, they get away with using that little fucking lapel mic on the fucking phone and shit. Excuse me, I didn't mean to fucking burp into y'all's ear, man. That's kind of gross. Sorry if you're wearing earbuds. I mean, I just kind of like, you know, bleh, all into your fucking earbud. If it's leaking, that is not my fault. That is your fucking earbud. I had nothing to do with that one. All right, what the fuck was I saying? Oh, yeah, the little fucking lapel mics and shit, and they get up all close to it, you know, and they say, you Bruh, okay, it's a fucking microphone. Don't use it like your Monica Lewinsky, okay? Remove it from your fucking mouth and speak into it. Now, I get it. These microphones, they're fucking sensitive and everything, and, and... I tried it with my fucking laptop and I'm a dumbass. Apparently I had the setting for the volume of the microphone all the way fucking down. So it wasn't picking up anything and it was just, I'm a fucking dumbass. Needless to say, technical difficulties aside, we're going a little bit better now. As far as the quality of the content, I give no guarantees on that. And I told y'all from the start. But yeah, man, I mean, I came home and what's funny is, you know, it cracks me up sometimes. You ever sit there and just play superstar in the fucking car, right? And you're sounding fucking awesome and everything. And you're hitting the fucking notes and you're singing fucking black crows. She talks to angels and just, ah, right. And then you get out of the car just out of sheer curiosity, you hit that note one more time and you think, sweet mother of fucking Pearl, how the fuck did it sound like that? That's a goddamn different dimension in that card. Shit ain't right. I know I sounded better than that. Yeah, that's why I don't sing outside of the car or the shower. Unless it's on rock band, then I gotta have the volume up on the fucking song for the singer to have the microphone volume all the way down, the singer volume at least halfway up, and I'll match that. 
Otherwise, shit ain't happening, bro. Unless it's drunken karaoke. I'm all for some drunken karaoke. Because, see, drunken karaoke, I can get lost in that fucking shit, man. Nobody gives a flying monkey fucking drunken karaoke, man. You can be up there singing fucking tools sober as bad as you fucking can. And everybody in the audience will be screaming with you. Bruh. I'm fucking telling you, man, I love me some fucking drunk karaoke. I'll get up there and I'll blast some fucking three doors down and some stone temple pilots and I'll try that little groggly voice. Fucking A, right, bro? You can't find good fucking drunken karaoke bars anymore, man. They're all like fucking mobile karaoke motherfuckers and shit. And, uh... Sorry, I'm tripping out on my vape. It feels kind of warm and I haven't been touching it like the button's been getting pushed. I'm burning fucking juice, baby. That's no bueno. It's probably why it's all icky sticky when I try to suck on it, huh? It's all right, though. I like a Mickey sticky sometimes. It's better when it's wet, you know what I'm saying? Always be forewarned, ladies. The man that eats for his pleasure is one of the most dangerous ones you'll ever fucking find because he won't ever let your thighs go. Think you can handle it now? <laughs> Wait till you're walking bow legged for a fucking week. <clears throat> I didn't really have that problem too fucking much. I've always been more of a giver than a taker anyway, so you know, it all works out, I guess. What the fuck were we talking about before I tripped out on my goddamn vape over here? Fucking drunken fucking karaoke. Yeah. All right. So, all right. So, uh, dude, I'm telling you, man, there's nothing better than fucking drunken karaoke, except in some country bars. Uh, I don't, I don't, cause you always get that one guy that went, cause if you sing fucking one certain fucking song and a fucking probably just about anything Hank Williams Sr. in there if you don't do it right you're gonna fucking get in trouble everybody can do fucking Hank Williams Jr. any fucking way cause Hank Williams Jr. can't even fucking sing Hank Williams Jr. I tell you what here's a fucking fucking story an old army buddy of mine told me a story he said he went to a fucking junior concert one time and junior comes out with a microphone in one hand and a bottle of Jack Daniels and the other and he grabs that mic and he yells y'all ready to rock everybody's like <sighs> and then passes out right there on fucking stage <gasps> there's 140 bucks down a fucking drain you better refund that shit Yeah. 
brother fucking called me up today. You know, he's always one to good brighten my day. I tell you what, man, there is some family sometimes, man, you get that fucking bond. And see, me and my brother didn't have that fucking, well, we did, but then we lost it and then we got it again. You, you know, have you ever had that fucking family member? Because see, me and my brother were only like 22 months apart. Now, growing up, I'd tell people we were two years apart, but he would be quick to fucking correct me. He's like, nah, it's 22 months so many days and blah 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 <laughs> alright what the fuck ever it's fine 22 months let's round it alright so needless to say we were pretty tight when we were little bitty of course I was the manipulative one I mean I was the one whenever we would go out there and we'd take a fucking mud bath and I got my brother in the fucking bucket and just drowned his ass in fucking mud my dad wanted to beat the hell I mean my mom decided to take pictures so we got two little boys running around in their fucking, well, I would call them tidy whities but wasn't nothing tight on them saggy-ass little shits, man. But those fuckers, they were just drenched, and we were both fucking drenched, and I had my big bird hat on. Dude, I've been wearing fucking ball caps since as far back as fucking I can remember, and it's no wonder I'm finally fucking going bald. Either way, back to the fucking story. So we were tight when, whenever we were fucking younger and everything. And then, so we, we had our arguments and our disputes whenever we reached like the preteen years. See, it was the preteen years that was really the rough ones for us. Whenever I was first becoming a teenager and he wanted to be a fucking teenager. And see, those were the hard times for us. That's when we fought our battles. And when I say we fought our battles, it was knocked down fucking drag out. Now, whenever we got older we got bigger we still had our arguments we had our fights but we were closer together because we both learned how to fuck off properly yeah we were not good fucking kids we were a good example of a bad example we were the ones that your mom's fucking warned you about <clears throat> my mom even said she wanted the sticker of a set of bumper sticker said my child beat up your honor student we were those kind of kids. I wasn't much of a bully. I was just an asshole and I didn't give a fuck. And I had a lot of problems with authority. Other than my time in the army, I don't think I've ever really changed. That being said. You ever have traumatizing moments that you have as a child and they're so fucking traumatic you pretty much forget about them? I don't know how the fuck I forgot about this damn story, but apparently it traumatized my brother and he never fucking got over it and was able to get rid of it. So apparently it's... And I remember, I vaguely remember this fucking story man and it just it happened so damn fast I guess I just thought nothing of it man so there it is and I, I want to say that my, I was probably about maybe 13 at the most my brother he was around 10 or 11 I'd say 11 yeah and uh, a friend of mine who was around the same age as ours, and we were all over the house, right? 
Now, there just so happened to be this generic fucking Care Bear. I don't know what the fuck you want to call it. Call it a Care Last Bear. I give a shit. But it was a wannabe genetic fucking tender heart. You know, it had was the brown fucking bear with the red heart on the front, but it had something else on it. It was just fucking weird. It was cheap. We were that fucking family. I didn't get fucking Transformers. I got GoBots. Okay. Just so we understand. Either way, we were taken care of for the most part. But here we are chilling like a villain, just enjoying our fucking afternoon cartoons. And this bear catches our eye off the side of the fucking couch, right? Not paying it no mind, not a big deal. Then all of a sudden, like a fucking thousand fucking feet, just trampling at the same damn time as way it sounds as it echoes through the fucking linoleum floor, just sliding across through the fucking kitchen, through the fucking laundry room. This little black dog comes in like a fucking rabid fucking bullet, man. Just darting straight for the fucking genetic care bear. Next thing you know, we're getting a crash course in the birds and the bees, kitties. This dog is fucking going to town, just letting it go. Just 100% fucking red rocket. Get it, get it, get it. This thing lets loose all over the fucking face of this bear and then just takes off like that in a fucking flash. This thing came in with full fucking intent of assaulting that bear. What if one of our legs was there? This dog, there's no telling what this thing would have done to us. This dog had evil intent in its eye. It was going to rape something. And that bear just happened to be the first thing that it came across. And this apparently traumatized my brother for a good while. So much so that he even brought the memory up today. <clears throat> that was a long fucking time ago, folks. Apparently, I never, <laughs> he told me that story, dude, I swear to God, I fucking died. But yeah. Crazy shit happens when you're a fucking kid. You know, kind of like the time that I almost caught my fucking house on fire. Now, in my defense, my defense, I was trying to destroy the pornographic evidence. Now, like most little boys, I had a fucking stash. Now, we didn't have the technology for the pornography that you kiddies have fucking today. It's so easily with a swipe, a touch, or a click, you can get to fucking fapping away in moments. We didn't have it that easy because we were young. We couldn't buy the adult materials. We didn't have access to the special credit card for the fucking sex lines that would challenge you thousands of dollars per fucking minute what we had was things that we found now as a member of generation x i'm not allowed to tell too much of the story but just know that i had articles and i had some stashed in the bathroom mom found the bathroom stash so i decided to get rid of the bedroom stash 
Now, mind you, this was the 1980s that I was living in and the house that I was living in had lead fucking paint on it. And for some fucking reason in this bum fucking country house that I was living in, there was an old refrigerator lying on its side just out back of my wall. And I was taking my cigarette lighter because, yes, at that age I was smoking too and I was around about 11 years old. And, uh, yeah. I was lighting the pages on fire and throwing them out the window, thinking that it just rained and the leaves were wet, so it would be fine and the paper would burn out and the paper would burn up and mom would never know that I had pornography in my room. About 20 minutes later, as I'm sitting in the kitchen playing the Nintendo, I hear a crackling sound coming from my bedroom. So I get up, take a look. My entire bedroom wall is on fire, engulfed in flames so much that my windows were not cracking anymore. They were melting. And so in a panic mode, I get up and I go into the living room and I scream at my father and I tell him my room is on fire. So my dad goes and he looks at the fire and he goes to the kitchen and he gets the cooking pot and he begins to fill it with water and he immediately throws it on top of my stereo. <gasps> there goes my white snake album. Why God? Why? Now, as my mom was smart enough to get on the phone and call the fire department, they were able to get down there pretty quick because it was a small town. Yeah. They took a look around and they found uh, where it started out back. And, uh, they said, uh, it was a chemical start. Somebody had to start it from outside. My mom said, must have been that nasty boy from up the street. I said, yeah, must have been. I have no clue how that could have happened. Now, mind you, I did confess my secret to my mother, but I was about 22 whenever I did. And it wasn't even on purpose. I think I was living or I was visiting my mother or something. I don't know. And then my brother was there and we were arguing, yelling about something. And he's like, well, you almost burned the house down. And she's like, what? Oh, I never told you. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> We were some mischievous little rugrats. We would find loopholes in just about everything that we could get into from time to time. There was one time we had gotten some bow and arrows for Christmas one year, and we wanted to shoot the bow and arrows. My dad said, no, you cannot go outside. It is raining. Well, dad never said we couldn't shoot the bow and arrows. He just said we couldn't go outside, so we set up a target on the closet door. See, as a child, I didn't understand the responsibilities of rent and deposits. So I was an idiot. 
but I was mischievous. My parents always knew they were never getting a deposit back whenever we moved into a house. Anytime you have a fucking dog, most of the time you're never really getting a deposit back. And whenever you live in shit town, little podunk towns, they're never really properly house trained, especially if you have fucking kids. Now, if you have a parent that has the time to properly house train the dog, then yes, that dog can get trained. But when it's the 1980s and both parents are working parents and the kids are latched key kids they learn how to pick up poop faster than they learn how to take the dog out because they don't want to fucking do it unless you have a fenced in backyard then you just kick the dog outside and you let them run around for a minute and then you let them back in we never had the money for a fenced in backyard unless we got lucky enough to get one with a chain link we had one with a chain link and a tin shed at the same time. It was a nice little duplex and right in front of a playground too. Right up the road from the city pool. One of the nicer areas I lived in. But me and my brother used to get into a lot of shit, man. I'll tell you what. There was one time we used to skip school for fucking weeks at a time, man. I tell you, folks, whenever I tell you I'm a good example of a bad example, I am the exact way you do not fucking do things, man. I All of my life is I, I rack it up to fucking wasted youth and misspent fucking decisions. It's just, oh, so bad, so bad. But as I was saying, we were skipping school one day and, well, we got hungry. We decided we wanted something to eat and we didn't feel like cooking anything and McDonald's sounded right nice. <clears throat> well, we couldn't really walk to McDonald's because of the fact that, well, we get picked up for truancy. And that's never good. So we decided to uh, take my stepfather's van. Yeah. We learned really quick. As long as you act like you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, nobody usually questions it. Yeah. One of my favorite moments with my brother is when I was at a party with a friend of ours and well, me and him were sitting there and we were arguing about something about stupid shit, you know, and the thing is, and it's funny because we enjoy arguing with each other. It's, it's almost like a debate, but with vulgarity, you know what I'm saying? And the thing is, we'll sit there and we'll go back and forth for fucking hours on different views and we'll agree to disagree and walk away from the shit, but we'll get heated and passionate about it for a minute, man. So we're sitting there at this party we're throwing them back enjoying the fucking night going back and forth yelling profanities growing our you know throwing out our fucking views and everything and whatever it is and this one jagoff comes walking up and he looks at us and he goes you know y'all argue like y'all are brothers and me and my brother in fucking simultaneous stereo turn over to the motherfucker and give him the doby vision of you we are now fuck off and then go right back to our fucking argument you know 
See, that's family. I never really understood the whole fucking family gatherings and shit. I've been involved in the family gatherings and I've seen it, but every time I've been involved and I've seen it from the family gatherings, the proper ones with the happy families and the fucking music and the charms and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I've always been a fucking participant from the out fucking side, never the inside. See, my family never really had that. We had bitch fest whatever fucking year it was. It always started out happy, but about a 12-pack later and then to fucking lunch and a football game at halftime and everything goes to fucking shit. Somebody's throwing hands with somebody, somebody's fucking shit drunk puking some fucking where because they're underage and not supposed to be fucking doing it. And Jesus Christ, man. Whenever I finally got old enough and learned about marijuana, I'd just find a fucking corner, smoke a little bit, come back and chill and let everybody do their fucking thing, man. no wonder I always felt out of place at the happy family gatherings and I appreciate they always accepted me in and everything and considered me part of the family and stuff but I just still always felt awkward because I didn't quite understand it I didn't grow up with it I didn't even at home We only had each other, and that didn't always last. So, yeah, it was a trip. How the fuck did I get over here in this goddamn subject? Jesus Christ. See what the fuck the day has done to me, kiddies? I'll tell you what, man. It's been a weird day, man. It's been a weird fucking day. But I'll tell you what, tomorrow's going to be a good fucking day because I got the script written for fucking Scooby. Uh, I'm going to, I've already got the character designs down. I'm going to be, I've already got the set built. I got to make a couple of minor adjustments. And then uh, I'm going to be putting it all together tomorrow. There's something I got to do and it's going to take me out late at night and I'm most likely I'm going to try to have a raw background for you tomorrow night and make no promises. I mean, did you miss me yesterday? Just asking. That being said, don't forget you can go to the website. You can always send me a message. Tomorrow I'm going to be putting the writing up on the website. If you want yours up there, send it in. I'll put it up. I don't have any issues with it, and I'll make sure everybody gets the attention that they deserve. I also have the fan page that's available, the first fan page that's for the fans. It has nothing to do with me. If you want anything that you want to promote, if you want to tout, you have a video, you have an instructional video, you have anything like that you want to do that you want to show, let me know. I'll put it up on my page and everybody else can see it too. It's not about me. It's about you. My page wouldn't work without you. Don't forget, you can also uh, send me a picture of your pussies. Because Lowdown Dirty Shane's got a page for Lowdown Dirty Pussies. I got pictures of my pussy up there already. 
All you got to do is send me a picture of yours. And on that note, kitties, till next time.